This episode of Fanning the Flames was recorded before the Anthony Davis trade. So if anything we say about Davis or the Lakers doesn't make sense, that's why. What's going on, Suns fans? Justin here, and with me, as always, is my podcasting partner, Paul. Of course I am. And welcome to this episode of Fanning the Flames, your most handsome, attractive, beautiful, charming Phoenix Suns podcast that is made for the fans. That's you guys, by the fans, that is us. Yes, it is. As always, intro and outro music is provided by Oceans Over Airplanes. Check them out over at OceansOverAirplanes.com. Give us a follow on Twitter. I am at so says Jay Paul at Dervish of World, and the pod is at Fan the Flames slash Robert Sarver is the greatest. Or I don't, I don't remember. Fan the right. Flames NBA. Damn it! But you could also look it up as Robert Sarver is the best. The best. The best. I messed all of that up. Yeah, he did. Good start. That's what happens when you record at eleven thirty at night. And every month and a half or so. Yeah. Hyperbole. No. Hyperbole. We but get, you know what I'm we saying. We get sporadic reps. It's like going to the gym once a month and thinking you're in shape. You feel swole for like, you're like, I'm so sore. Such a good soreness right now. Yeah. And then. Can barely walk downstairs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway, back on point here. Right. Hey, so, is, that, is that our fastest diversion ever? It could be. <laughs> you call it Diversion. Like we're, like we're like we're criminals that are like on the they diverted our sentence same difference yes okay 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 all right we are available on iTunes Spotify Stitcher Google Play and I feel like something else but I didn't put it down here rate review subscribe just listen to us because we're charming, all the fun stuff handsome remember charming handsome looking all the other stuff is that all right all right all right so suave Rico too sexy suave. for our shirts no too much that was too much. that was a line okay my bad anyway so it's been a fun two weeks yeah little little, interesting. little little some some called the nba finals happened yeah there have been a lot of great podcast episodes put out there about the phoenix suns draft choices Draft not possibilities, by not by us. And we're Listen gonna to give them, you, all of them. We're going to give you zero breakdown about that today. Yeah, nope. We're going to be straight up about that. We're not good at that part. Although, Paul, I'm going to ask you a question about the draft. Okay, that's fine. Here's how we did the rundown this week. I booked a hotel. Paul booked a hotel for <laughs> Summer League, which we will talk about. I'll we give will. that away. Yes. There will be Summer League discussed. And as we were going through trying to figure out topics, I said, you know what, Paul, forget it. I'm just going to make all this up, Not and <laughs> you're going to run with it. Because what I do. that's what you do. I adapt. That's what I do. I put you on the spot. Kind of story of my life. Yep. All right. But the first one, the first, how the we met. first topic is, is it? <laughs> nope. I feel like that's not true at all. First topic is easy. Yeah. NBA Finals. Yes. How about those NBA Finals? I have never wanted a basketball game to end, or excuse me, to not end as much as I wanted game six to not end ever. Yeah, I, I really wanted to go to seven, just because... I wanted to go to 15. I Yeah, 15 games. I want 15 games? Best out of 15. Best out of 15. Oh. 
Except for the fact that Clay blew out his ACL. At the rate, yeah. if we went best of 15, the starting lineup for the Warriors would be Dead. Quinn Cook, half oh. of Kevon Looney, um, Michael Petrus, who's not even on their team anymore. I think he's retired. Is it Michael? I thought it was like Mikhail? Mikhail. Mikhail? Mikhail. He was Maybe on the Suns party. for a cup of coffee, wasn't a he? A cup of coffee. Forgot about that one. Uh, they'll bring Monte Ellis out. Oh! Oh! I just came up with a new topic. Oh. Ready? 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 No. Most random Phoenix Suns player you can name right now. Go. You the Tabusi. Why you always go Asian? You always go Asian. I don't always go Asian. You went Asian last time. And I can guarantee you I can go back in the record <laughs> and find like a couple other times, Paul. Is it because I'm half Filipino? That's cool. No, because the first one that came to mind was Pat Burke, but he's not that random. He's not random at all. No. Mm-hmm. So then mm-hmm. I was like, okay, what's the next like bench player that pops into my brain? You should have wrapped. He rapped? He rapped. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Utah Tabusi rapped. Yes. There's video of it somewhere. You know what? I'm going to be the best audio engineer ever. And right now, cut in less than eight seconds because that's what's legally allowed of Utah Tabusi's rap. It's not well, no because the thing is you didn't let he's me karaoke. You, you didn't let me cut it in. It's not like his own oh okay. song. Okay, okay, Paul, stop right now, folks. Listen, please note that despite extensive efforts, we at Fanning the Flames were not able to locate the video of Utah Tabusi rapping. If you know where it is, let us know. Okay, now we can go because we gave a pause. Got, got enough yeah. of a break that yeah. you can actually do a cut. So, okay. You're welcome. So, that's why. So, Utah Debussy yes. is because of his rap. Well, it's it's a, it was a memorable thing and a very memorable part of my son's fandom. I feel like I should remember this. Hmm. 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 What do you want? Karan Butler? No. Do you want me to go for the ones who like actually never actually Lauren started? Roberts. I might have mixed up two I, Suns I went to players a girl, right there. There's a girl uh, I went to high school with who's named Lauren Roberts. So <laughs> Was she hot? Yeah, she's pretty cute. Mm. Lauren Roberts, if you're listening, either one of you, Suns player or the girl that Paul went to high school with, you're probably creeped out. Lauren, yeah. Lauren Roberts, the Suns player, is probably... Uh, I feel, also creeped out. I feel like I also <laughs> did not say his name right. I feel like... Wait. Nope, nope. I'm thinking of a golfer. Hold on. Damn it. <laughs> you sure not thinking of Lauren Michaels, the guy who created no, Saturday Night No, Life? not Lauren. Lauren Meyer. Lauren Meyer. Okay. Yeah, that's very different than Lauren Roberts. Well, I mean, still two dudes named Lauren. Touche. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. What were we talking about? I don't know. Oh, the finals. Yes. How do we get into... Oh, Random players, because you yeah. named Mikhail. Mikhail Petrus. Um, so the finals. Yeah, that yeah. game That game was ridiculous. Yeah, I didn't want to end. I was really, I was really bummed when Curry missed that shot there at the end. Loser. <laughs> Sorry. Go on. But it was definitely a, it was a really fun, tense game. And for not really having any skin in the game 
from a standpoint of like rooting interest in either team, um, it was I was I was in on it, and I was really in on it. I wanted the Warriors to win just because I going to a literally like winner take all situation in that game seven, just the tension that was was in there since game five would have been it just would have been through the roof. And and here's a question. Okay, so Warriors obviously lost KD. Mm-hmm. And Clay. Thank you, Paul. And then Clay. Yeah. <laughs> last night. Mm-hmm. If the Raptors did not pull out that game last night, do you think they would have gone back to Toronto for game seven, fired up, or kind of defeated? Because they played the Warriors at, well, not a Warriors level. Nah. And almost this. Yeah. Almost a Suns level? Were you Maybe? just going to say that? Like, basically one guy who can actually do anything? Eh, yeah, I mean, the Suns did sweep the Bucks this year. They did. So, take that, Eric Bledsoe. That's what you get for blocking me, <laughs> punk. Anyway. Anywho. What do you think would have happened? Do you think? Do you think that... They would have gone back with like a, oh my god, that was embarrassing, we didn't win that game, now we're going to blow them out, or you think they would have been defeated and thought, oh my god, I can't believe we didn't win that game. Honestly, I don't you think say, they would have I don't gone, know, okay, thank god. I don't think they would have really gone either way because they, because of Kawhi, Kawhi sets a tone on that team and he like literally, he doesn't care. Like, it's like, I am going to go out here, I'm going to play the best basketball I can, and I'm going to, and we're going to win. Did you see the video that Barstool put out earlier this week that I think was from Draft Express from when Kawhi was going into the draft? It was like two and a half minutes of him discussing the draft process, and he was, how do I put this, a human being. It was weird. Yeah. Like, he had a personality. It's like the NBA made him lose his personality? Greg Popovich, I feel. Possibly. It, or it, Tim Duncan. Yeah. That makes sense. Tim Duncan's brain transplanted. Mm-hmm. You know, like that movie Selfless with Ryan Reynolds and Ben Kingsley. Okay. I mean, I love Ryan Reynolds, don't get me wrong. But yeah, but brain transplant. And so that so Tim Duncan could live on. And apparently he did, doesn't like the Spurs anymore. Who Tim Duncan does? Yeah, because he got himself traded off. Well, his maybe, purse. maybe, maybe Tim Duncan and I can uh, get along then. Maybe, 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 maybe. Uh, what were we talking about? We're still talking about the finals. We're just keep going with that. Say what were we talking about? So yes, the finals. Now, Clay Thompson. Yeah. First Bad of ass. all, first of all, how do people think he's overrated? Like, I don't get that. I think because he plays a specific role in Golden State, and so he's he's third banana, at arguably sometimes even fourth banana on that team, depending on if Draymond's going and how what he's doing is facilitating the, the team's success or not. Mm-hmm. Um, so from that standpoint, I think to basically be considered t- 
top five shooting guard in the league. It, it's hard for people to comprehend that the fourth best player on a team third is like the fourth best player in the NBA. He's not that good, but yeah, okay. he's a top calm, ten player. Calm down, Paul. I mean, fourth best guard in the NBA, arguably. Arguably. I'm thinking. No, there's no argument there. Fourth best? Okay, so, I mean, you got Curry. Mm-hmm. You've got Harden. Mm-hmm. Who's three? Mm-hmm. Booker, obviously. obviously. Why are you asking that question? Obviously. Lillard? Mm-hmm. That's exactly who I was thinking. Too much like this. All of those guys are point guards. Westbrook? I would say, I mean, Clay's efficiency. Clay is. Steph Curry thinks Clay's a better shooter than him. Well, then, then. Then Curry. I can, I can, I can see that. I mean, I can see him saying that. I don't agree with it necessarily, but they're. I would say they're even. They're, I mean, and they're literally so okay. The, the best shooters in the like NBA this. were prior to Curry and Thompson were Reggie Miller and Ray Allen. Best shooters in the history of the NBA. Basically. Mm-hmm. Steve Nash. Good point. But, pure shooters. Roger Bell. <laughs> Anyways, Curry and Clay are better than both those guys. Wesley Person. And for them to be on the same team... I don't know why I went team, third son's guy, Wesley Person. <laughs> I don't know why, but... For them to be on the same team is just crazy, and I think that people discount Clay because... They say, oh, he wouldn't be as good because Steph draws so much attention. I feel like you diverged, though, off of whether Westbrook or Clay is a better player. I think Clay's better. If, if you player. had Re- Westbrook start a team, would you pick Clay or Westbrook? I'd pick Clay. And I hate Westbrook. I you like pick, Westbrook. You would pick Clay? Yeah. Hmm. 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 I'm gonna have to play fantasy basketball this year just so I can watch you actually pick Clay over Westbrook. Well, fantasy basketball and real basketball are two very different things. But do you think that Clay, Sean Marion was the best player in fantasy you basketball think that Clay for years? Thompson would really be a better number one on a team than Russell Westbrook? That's insane. I don't think it's that insane. It is insane. We have not seen what full Clay Thompson is. Because or have we? <laughs> I don't know. Devin Booker came out of Kentucky in a, playing a role, and we didn't expect him to become everything he became. But Russell Westbrook is an overrated defender. Clay Thompson is not an overrated That's defender. That's fair. That's fair. Russell Westbrook, his shooting percentages are shit. Okay. Clay Thompson's shooting percentages. I feel like are, shit is probably an exaggeration. Look at his look at his shooting percentages for the last year. Clay Thompson's shooting percentages are the opposite of shit. They're the gold toilet that the shit goes in. You know, now now you're convincing me that people that say that Clay Thompson is overrated are actually right. <laughs> Why? Because I feel Cause like I think can, can can but can Clay Thompson get to the rim like Westbrook? Can he draw fouls like Westbrook? I mean, he has a different game. He does a different thing. Yeah, but do you think? Can you see Clay Thompson doing what Devin Booker does? I think Clay Thompson literally scored what thirty something points in a quarter. 
He was going for DeAndre Ayton scored thirty points in a he had, was a half. But you know what I mean. He had it wasn't that long before Booker scored his seventy that Thompson had like something like sixty one through three quarters and they just pulled him because they didn't want him to keep going. He could have. He was shooting the lights out and he does that all the time. I think Clay Thompson is an excellent player. I think he's Better than Russell Westbrook. I do believe he's better than Russell Westbrook. Okay. Russell, the way Russell Westbrook's game is, it's very hard to build a team around that. It is. But, but are you implying that the Warriors are built around Klay Thompson? No, but I'm saying it would be easier to build a team around Klay Thompson, if, even if he was the focal point. But even still, even still, I don't know. Just because if I was going to play a one-on-one game, yeah, maybe I'd take Westbrook. Because his game works for that. But if I'm building a team, I'd give me a team of Clay Thompson's over a team of Russell Westbrook's. Oh, okay. 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 Plus the dude tore his ACL and was like trying to get back in the damn game. But he didn't know the rule that if you leave the game when you're supposed to shoot a free throw... You can't come back in if you don't shoot the free throw? He didn't know that? I thought that was a little curious. I feel like he should know that. Agreed. He, he also gets interviewed randomly on the streets in New York. Did you see that video? No. Was, yeah, they interviewed him about scaffolding. Huh. They didn't realize it was Clay Thompson. What did he have to say about scaffolding? <laughs> I don't remember, but hmm. it was funny. He's low-key funny. Did you see did you see the did you look up the video? Of the Drake and Steph Curry, I did. Call I watched a little bit of it. It was awkward, dude. No, no, <laughs> no. It wasn't awkward. How was it? No, awkward? I mean, they're they're friends. They're clearly friends. But did you just... see the end? Did you see the end? No. When he goes, he goes. Hey, tell Clay, even though he called me a pussy after Game Five, <laughs> it's all good and be blessed. That was awesome. I, I, I. It made me. It made me dislike Drake a little less. I don't dislike Drake. I don't dislike him, but I dislike him as a fan. Oh, oh, be, being the Drake's <coughs> ex, Drake's externess. Yeah, I would also be exactly like that if I was a fan. Yeah, you would. Super rich. Yeah, if you were, I'd probably be way worse. If you're super rich, super famous, and like the Suns were good. Just wait a few <laughs> years, Paul. Just a couple of years. Suns will be super good. Maybe I'll be super rich and super famous. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Hey, we should talk about the Suns. Should we? It's 18 minutes in. We have not talked about the Suns yet. <laughs> We've mentioned Devin Booker a couple times. We did. And I said Aiton. And Mikhail Petris. <laughs> the first Sun we mentioned on this podcast is Mikhail Petris. Welcome to the <laughs> offseason. We'll be talking about Suns soon. I mean, the draft's in like, what, a week? Hey, you know, Dave King right now was listening to this going, I shouldn't have texted them. They're like, hey, when's the next pod coming out? He's like, I should just let him be quiet for a little while. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's not like anything that has really happened with the Suns since we really pot, uh, potted, recorded potted, last. Potted? Potted? I mean, and as we said at the, at the top of this, we are not draft experts. We're... We're going to react to what happens. We're not going to tell you what we want to happen. Well, actually, no, we'll tell you what we want to happen. It doesn't mean we know what we're talking about. Well, I've been, I've been, I, I've heard good last two picks. You, you did pretty good last two picks. This year, I were they, were they both successes? They both will be successes. As sons? 
Well, Aiton will be. I don't know about Jackson. Yeah. I mean, Jackson shot what? What did he shoot towards the end of the season last year from three-point range? Like 43%? That was, it's not too bad. Who is always the guy saying that he can shoot the three? Who? Uh, Who? Dave. Who? Shut up. <laughs> Who never wavered on that? <laughs> Notwithstanding statistical Me. data? Me. <laughs> Me. So, back to the finals, though. Yeah. Back to Clay Thompson. Yes. Back to KD. Back to Kawhi. Oh, no, no, no. What What do those injuries do to the league in general, and more particularly, the Western Conference? Well, I mean, I, I saw on Twitter somebody made a joke, but it actually kind of makes sense. This year's going to be the Warriors' gap year. Okay. You know, they're down to... They, as they go from the town to the city. As they go from the town to the city. Still insulting. High I'm school sorry. to college. Um, they're, you know, Durant, the, I, the plan is from everything I've heard is they're going to try to bring him back. They're going to offer him the max. They're going to try to get him on a five-year deal and maybe he'll do it because, you know, the Achilles injury is a I very would do it. significant injury, but he get, I mean, he can get a four-year max somewhere else and with whatever, but you know, you never really know. So there may be an opportunity for him to, um, you know, might as well cash in on the rest of that money, you know, moving to San Francisco, et cetera, et cetera. Plus this whole situation with the injury and everything, it might have been, there was always concerns about some tension within the locker room, particularly this past season. I mean, it blew up. There have been reports about it, Mm -hmm. but I mean, the dude went out there and played for them and destroyed his Achilles I think th- that ingratiates players to other players. Oh, sure. To an low. Like, like you, you went out there and you went to war with us and you, sports died for us. Yeah. That's a, and, wow, Paul. That term is fantastic. Did you just make that up? What, sports died? Yeah. Yeah, I just made it up. I love that. So. I love that. So with that, that may kind of change some of the dynamic and his thought process about sticking around. You know, and even still, you know, with him and Clay out, and apparently both those guys were, like, Clay was, like, one of his better friends on the team. Um, you know, those two guys be out. Let Steph do his thing, and maybe, you know, this is this will be the, the year that, for the Warriors, like when the Spurs drafted uh, Tim Duncan. This is the year they suck. Maybe they don't even make the playoffs. Maybe they get a lottery pick that then becomes their next, the next corner piece of the Warriors dynasty that reinvigorates them. And that's that's one thing. I feel like I've heard a lot of people talking about that. You know, they'll be a fringe playoff team. They lost Durant last game. They lost Thompson. What? Third quarter, was it? Yeah. Fourth quarter? Third, fourth. Yeah. And they still hung with the team that had the second best record in the East. Right. Like, it's not like that team without those guys isn't still a incredibly good team. Right. I'm but, not saying it's not, but... You know, yeah. But what, what, what comes into play now is where the free agent chips are going to fall. Well, the, but the other thing that comes into play with the Warriors is 
to keep this team together, to keep that core together at any like it continuously gets more and more expensive. And they can't and they can't bring in players. They can't bring in players and players. the guys that they have are kind of, are getting older. Iguodala Don't doesn't you have much. Dare say, what? I mean, at to play at the level he needs to play to be the cog he is in the Warriors. I think I think Iguodala is better than Clay Thompson. No, I don't. But you know, <laughs> Sean Livingston, he doesn't have much left either. I mean, he, I feel like those are bold statements. We still haven't really talked about the Suns. No, but did we really plan on talking about the Suns that much? I don't know. I didn't see the rundown. But um, yes, we did. Okay, so but I mean, with those guys, and then you know they're get they have like always have late picks, so it's not like they're getting good new youth coming in. Um, and then on top of that, you know, it's just hard to get those free agents, particularly in a year when it's like, oh, you're already you're down your two two of your big four. Why am I random vet free agent who's looking to get a ring going to go to the Warriors next year? Because two of those four will be back. Durant's probably not going to play at all next season. I mean, I didn't mean next season, but I meant right. I, but I'm, I'm talking about those vets who are like, okay, I've made my money. I want to get my ring. I'm ready to do a one year deal, like at like the vet minimum or whatever, just to like get on a team that gives me a shot to win a ring. Okay. Well, well, not that that's been the Warriors. Let's talk about let's talk about those free agents after we take a quick break. Okay. All right. So. I said we were going to talk free agents. Yeah. And we can. But I'm done talking about the Warriors. Okay. I mean, 25 minutes. 25 minutes of the Warriors. Okay, well, maybe I, I mean, maybe it was like more like 21 minutes because we went on some random tangent at the beginning. The, the, only, the last thing I want to say... Oh my just, God. Because this bleeds into free agents. Are you doing this right now? Yes, I'm doing this right now. Okay. Right meow, damn it. Good for you. You did it. You did it. <laughs> okay, anyways. Go on. What I was just going to say was, I mean, Durant, for this entire season, everybody's been talking about Durant going somewhere else. Mm-hmm. He may not, like, now. I mean, it's yeah. a possibility that he may not go. He may... Stay. Stay with the Warriors. Take a five-year max if if they're willing to offer it to him. Which, that just changes the complete and total calculus of every other free agent as they move forward. Because, you know, Durant and, and Kyrie may have wanted to go to New York, and that was their plan. But now if Durant's going to stay in Golden State, or even if he is going to go somewhere else, but he's out for a year, is whatever other superstar player that was going to sign with them basically willing to potentially sacrifice a year of their prime to because he's out and you don't know what he's going to come back as i mean i think his game works well enough that he wouldn't won't be hampered too much by an achilles injury and but you don't know who knows right you don't know right so that changes very late in the game changes Everybody's movement, and that just is extremely fascinating to me. Calm down, calm down. Put your Relax. shirt back on and calm down. <laughs> no, don't. Oh God. 
I'm not going to describe what that was. <laughs> but just think about the assistant coach in The Waterboy. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. All right. Okay, 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 okay. So, yeah. Let's talk about the Suns. Okay. Let's talk about the Suns. This is when people are like, all right, we're done with these guys now. Yeah. And this still has something to do with movement during the offseason. Well, yeah. It has everything to do with the movement during the offseason because it's we're in the offseason. Yeah, exactly. So... There have been discussions, and you mentioned this before we started recording, about the Suns possibly, possibly being a team involved in a trade that gets a certain Anthony Davis to a certain Los Angeles Lakers. Yes. In return for a certain... Lonzo Ball. What do you think about that? Please, God, no. Okay. Okay. I don't like Lonzo Ball. He's a, he could he could be a fine player. I don't think he's going to be a great player. Okay. And I'm not. I don't think he's worth a sixth pick, even in a crappy draft. I think that's kind of high uh, for him. I mean, there are people who are super high on him. I I agree. He has vision. He is a good passer. He is a pretty good defender, which are things the Suns need, but. If you can't shoot as well, I just, I don't have time for you. Not at the point guard position. Jeez. Just, with the way the Suns want to construct their team, you you need spacing on the floor. And having a non-shooter on the floor limits that spacing. And particularly at a guard spot. And I'm just, I'm not here for it. Justin, yeah, I, I won't. I'm, I'm, I won't disagree with you. Not not for the sixth pick. I mean, the only Maybe reason the only reason mm. I would even consider it is, and I flip flop back and forth on this. I kind of love the idea of Levar Ball being around our team all the time. I don't. There, we're trying like, to develop an actual culture. I feel like LeVar Ball and Robert Sarver, I've said this before, can make like the greatest reality show ever. <laughs> ever. Think about that. The odd couple? Oh, man. Put them in, make them share an apartment together? <laughs> Dude. Like, the, the possibilities are endless. What, did we find out that Sarver's the one that's a slob? I I believe that. I'd believe that actually. I would believe that. Lavar Ball's getting all pissed at him. He's like, "Why don't you clean up your dishes?" That's well, my Lavar Ball impersonation. That, and you didn't know Sarver was a slob because he's been so rich. He's always had somebody else to clean up after him. Exactly. Imagine Sarver like walking around wearing like big baller brand shit. <laughs> oh, sign me up. Every day of the week and twice on Sunday, please. Okay. Besides that, though, I don't really yeah. want. I don't really want Lonzo Ball. How about this? Yeah. Would you give up the number six pick for Spencer Dinwiddie? You got. That's more of a conversation. Mm-hmm. I would. Um, I think it would have to be a little bit more of a overall package. I think. Which way? Both sides. Okay. It's like more pieces on both sides. So you go both ways on that. 
I do go both ways on that. So something like I know. Um, or no, they they just traded the seventeenth pick to Atlanta. It's hard to keep it all straight. Uh, who has what? Um, but yeah, D- Dinwiddie and I don't know, maybe 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 even a second round pick or something. That is so useless. Why? I don't know. There's they can be sweeteners. They can put you over the top on a deal. And they can become Tony Parker. I don't know. I just I feel like there's so could Did be Did you feel s- my death stare right there? Is I that did. what happened? Okay. I lo- I love Spencer Dinwiddie. I've been wanting thinking Spencer Dinwiddie would be great on this team for a long time. I mean, we have the tape to prove it. Um we we don't. Other people do. We we ha- it's on the cloud somewhere. But so I think he would be really good on our team. I think he's potentially dep- again. This comes down to that what I was just talking about of the calculus of free agents. If the Nets are like okay, yeah, and the Nets Kyrie thing that everybody's been talking about is like serious, and he comes to the to the Nets. There's also been reports that they think the idea of Kyrie and D'Angelo Russell as a backcourt team could work. Good for them. Which, I mean, really just means that Dinwiddie's kind of yeah, probably I'm in out. I mean, yes, they could keep him as a third point guard, but I mean, hopefully they've learned from the Suns' mistakes on that. That it just doesn't work. And on his reasonable contract, his contract is so reasonable for his production, I think being able to bring him in and put him in that starting point guard spot would allow the Suns to have flexibility elsewhere. How, how come? How come? How long? There is... What? No. What? Huh? How come there isn't more chatter about the possibility of the Suns going after D'Angelo? There he's, is. he's a restricted free agent. I feel like there hasn't been as much as I would think there would be. Well, I mean, for one, this it would require additional moves by the Suns for them to do it because they don't, and it's not like they're sitting on the James cap Jones is a genius, so he'll do it. Yes, I, I mean, I think I think technically they could get away with it just by stretching uh, Tyler Johnson, but do you really want to burn seven million of cap for the next three years? Versus getting it right now, um, we get we get D'Angelo Russell. If you get D'Angelo okay, Russell, okay, okay. but but then you're you're trying to continue to build around that, and you're and you just have seven million of dead money on the cap, or whatever it is, however that breaks down. Um, but there has been a lot of talk about D'Angelo Russell as a possibility for the Suns. I mean. I was watching a video, uh, I think it was off of off of Fox Sports 1, I think, I want to say it was Rick Buecher, and he was on, he was talking about, uh, he was talking about the whole Kyrie thing, and they are talking about the Nets, and then somebody had mentioned D'Angelo Russell, and his first thought was, his, his response was Phoenix Suns. Right. So, it's out there, it's not, it's not a, it's not not a possibility. It's just until 
we understand what the Nets are going to do, it's the probability of it is slimmer. Plus, there are other teams that already have the cap space available that are are interested in him, like Indiana. Um, I'm not sure who, who else. wants to go to Indiana. Have you been to Indiana? I have been to Indiana. There's who a lot wants of to go to Indiana? It was no. nice. I don't know if I want to live there. Okay, my 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 point exactly. Yeah. Some people would say that about Phoenix. Who? But, I mean, his... whoa, 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 whoa. Who would say that about Phoenix? What kind of psychopath would be like? I don't want to live in Phoenix, especially if you're a millionaire. Yeah. Who doesn't have to be here during the summer? Yes, this is true. Literally, nobody would say I don't want to be in Phoenix. Right. But D'Angelo Russell is also from Ohio. Went to Ohio State. That's Probably doesn't to want to go back there. <laughs> what he does want to deal with the what happened to LeBron? Is one the same thing happened to him? Comprised. Well, the I mean, area? I mean, I mean, LeBron left for reasons. Yes. Twice. Yes. Because he's so loyal to his hometown. But anyway, I Gutless. think I think it's a legit possibility. I would like to see. I think it'd be fun, you know, having two guys who are friends on the same team. Playing along each other. I mean, offensively, I think it would be really dynamic. Uh, oh. Defensively, Ooh, who cares? it would be the opposite of If we score 200 points a game, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. It doesn't. That's just math. You but know math. somebody had thrown out there, and I can't remember who it was, but I actually kind of was like, ooh, that's intriguing. To bring it back to Spencer Dinwiddie. The Suns got Spencer Dinwiddie for not a ton because, you know, the Nets need to move off of him because of there's they need to. Um, do the, would the Suns potentially have the assets to uh, trade for the likes of like say an Aaron Gordon? Like think about while still signing like Kelly Oubre and keeping Mikael Bridges. So you're looking at your top six is Dinwiddie, Booker, Oubre, Gordon, Ayton. Bridges, that's your top six. I don't hate that team. I don't hate that team at all. I don't know if that's physically possible. I don't know if... I'm sure it's, I'm sure it's it. physically possible. There's enough room. No, I'm, I'm talking about, like to make the trade... Financially possible. Yeah. Um, to make the trade happen, I don't know if that is possible. I don't know if the team... Get it out, Paul. Get it out. Is he even interested in Aaron Gordon or Spencer Dinwiddie? I just, I think, I think eighty percent of the Spencer Dinwiddie thing is came literally came out of he's kind of a smartass on Twitter. So much of a smartass, and it's great. That's half the reason I wanted him on the Suns team. I love it. But he he made a what I can only assume is a joking reply to. A Gambo tweet, and Gambo's tweet wasn't even referencing him as a player. He's just kind of referencing a specific yeah. situation, and he's like, "Well, I guess that means that's off the table." Like, alluding to the idea that going to Phoenix was an option that he was interested in, and then it just kind of spiraled from there a little bit. But I don't think he would have thrown that out there if it wasn't like. Something on his mind. Something on his mind, or like some place that, like a team that would be acceptable. So, 
you know, it's not like he's going to say um, he wants to go to Cleveland. But um, it's a, it's an interesting move. I, I, like, I want to see what happens. I, I would very much support it. I think from a value perspective, he is a great move for that position. He's still young. He's on a very reasonable contract, but he has really strong production and knows how to play off ball, can complement Booker. You know what I feel is going to happen this offseason? Nothing. You ready for my prediction? Nothing. No, something will happen. None of that's going to happen. Chris Paul's going to be a Laker? Nothing. Who cares? David Stern will come back and veto it again for no reason. Um, Wade and Mello are going to join him? Here's what's going to happen. Suns are going to re-sign Oubre. Mm -hmm. Suns are going to draft somebody we'll talk about later. All right. And the Suns are going to not make a splash in free agency when it comes to the point guard position. You just get a solid player. You know who they're going to get? They're going to get TJ McConnell. Yeah, don't make that face, dude. Don't make I like face. TJ. Don't make I just don't face. know if he's a starter. Like I, he can be, he can do spot starts, but I don't think he can be a starter. He, for need, he needs the opportunity. He needs know. the opportunity. He needs the opportunity. I'm telling you. I got you. I understand. I'm telling you. He's scrappy. I think he would play nicely next to. Bigger. And and well, exactly. That's exactly my point. Think about this. Do the Suns need a point guard that's going to be a guy that... Well, to go back to something you said multiple times on this podcast. The Suns need a traditional quote-unquote point guard, right? TJ McConnell doesn't need to score. But he can. Mm-hmm. TJ McConnell doesn't need to shoot six threes a game. Mm-hmm. But he can. TJ McConnell can distribute, and he's scrappy. He's that kind of player that this team needs. Think about that. If this if this happens, then I'll be three for three, and you'd be zero for one with your Kevin Durant prediction. <laughs> well, yeah, that's I'm pretty positive that one's pretty <laughs> slim. Um, but no, I I mean, the bottom line is. Unless the Suns make big moves, you know, they they don't exactly have a lot of cash sitting out there. They don't have a lot of cap room. So they have to do something that's going to help push the team in the right direction. Right. But at the same time not be, let's bring in another rookie point guard. Right. I agree with that. And I'm telling you, man, I watch a lot of TJ McConnell. I know. And I've continued to watch a lot of TJ McConnell. And I, I, I feel like there's something there that we haven't seen yet. Okay. I really do. Kid's a grinder. He is. He's a grinder. He's a scrapper. So, that's my prediction. Okay. Any what we should do right now? Take another break. But first, you have to tell me, what's up with TJ Warren? Might still be injured. Oh, okay. Haven't really heard too much. Cryptic we'll tweets. We'll be right back. Lots of rap lyrics. Okay, so let's talk about something that's very near and dear to Suns fans' hearts. Igor Kokoshkov getting picked up 
You, you saw yeah, this? Yeah, he's, he's joining uh, Sacramento. Going to Sacto? He seems like a Sacramento guy. <laughs> okay. Like, I don't know. Well, he's, I mean, he came out of the... I don't know, I mean... I feel like I feel like Igor's personality would go very well in Sacramento. It it could work, yeah. I mean, I mean, you, have his, you been to Sacramento? We. I yeah. feel like I, uh, we've had this conversation on this podcast before. We went to Sacramento we, together. Okay, Paul. Not like together, but together. Yeah. <laughs> I but, cut that um, part out of the podcast before. Okay. Just okay. Like, yeah. But yeah, we. Um, I I think yeah I think he'll help out a lot because I mean they've got players to run his offense yeah no yeah <laughs> really all kidding aside that's a great move for him really smart move by sacramento and i think luke walton's gonna love having that dude around yeah i mean i don't know it's entirely possible just his personality doesn't work as a head coach, head coach. In, yeah. in american basketball yeah that's but that doesn't mean he can't be an excellent like offensive coordinator. Huh, North Turner come to mind? Sure. North Turner? Mhm. Mike McCoy come to mind? Yeah, Mike until McCoy. until the last few years, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Mike McCoy being a head coach ruined his offensive coordinatorness. Yes, it did. That happens. Clearly. <laughs> there's there's evidence. There's, there's evidence. evidence. But yeah, no, I, I think that. What was that? I don't know. That was a weird. That was a weird thing that came out of my 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 throat. That was guttural, yeah. kind of. Yes. Or maybe throatural. I don't know. Something. Something. But, you know, I, I mean, towards the end of the year, I was saying obviously that I didn't think that Kakashkov would be gone. I think no, he deserved. I don't think anybody. I think he deserved another year. Well, but, actually, no. I think there were people who were like. Knowing the Suns front office, they could see him going. Well, I, I don't think like, anybody thought he deserved to go. If it was less of the knowing the Suns front office and more of the knowing the Suns front office turnover. Yeah. Um, and, again, I thought he deserved another year with the Suns, so I'm happy to see he got picked up somewhere. Yeah. And I think it's going to pay dividends for the Kings. Yeah, I, I agree. I think it will. I agree. I mean, I'm concerned about the Kings in general just because... They're the when, Kings? Well, the no, they, they had a very successful season. They did? And then their coach got fired. So mm-hmm. it's like... A lot of times it's hard to perpetuate success in those situations. I mean, actually... Really? Tor- if there's a lot of turnover, it's hard to perpetuate success? Well... I feel like you're speaking to every Suns fan right there, hitting language. them right in the fucking right. heart, and, and man. That's, but it's also the that's also Sacramento's heart too, and it's like when a guy takes a team that what was actually expected to be bad and made them successful, and then he loses his job that season. I'm sorry. Are we watching Ryan Cabrera right now? Yes. And is that Ashley Simpson in this yes. video? Okay. Yeah, they dated. I, I knew that. Look at that hair. Look at that nose. Anyway. Yeah. Sorry, we... Paul puts on, like, classic MTV or some shit. Yeah. By the way, I we were probably, like, in our late 20s when this came out. That was college. You know what, Paul? First of all, I'm concerned you know that so quickly off the top of your head. Second of all, thank you for not making me feel old. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was college, yeah. 
And now you're now now you're like hedging. You're like, oh, well, maybe it wasn't. No, because I that, don't know it that, that well. Was, that was like the height of Jessica Simpson too. And the only reason Ashley Simpson had a career was because of her. Meanwhile, sister. Paul pulls out his Ryan Cabrera album. I had that hair collection. No, I didn't have that hair. No, I couldn't no. pull out that hair. No, I thank God I didn't have that hair. <laughs> I wish you did. That would be amazing. Nobody listening right now has any idea what we're talking about. Look up Ryan Cabrera. Just do that. That's all. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, where were we? Oh, we were talking about Igor. Igor. And, Coach yeah. K. I think I think he'll do really good in Sacramento. Really and, well. And, and good. He'll do good. He'll, he'll do good for those players. All right. Um. So I'm I'm happy for him and. You know they've got an opportunity next year, particularly with uh, um, Golden State taking a step back. Who knows what's going to happen with the Clippers? I'm legitimately wouldn't be surprised if the Lakers get shut out. Oh, please let that happen! Like so, how great would like think about what how I would feel. Me personally, with my disdain for the Lakers and my disdain for LeBron. Oh. I, I'm going to say things that are not appropriate for the podcast. Oh, God, it would be so amazing. <laughs> I'm feeling things that are not appropriate for the podcast right now, just thinking about that. Okay. So, Coach K. Yeah. Congrats. We know he's a big listener. Yes. He'll call in next week, maybe. Maybe. A couple months when we record again. Maybe, maybe we'll, we'll, get, we'll get him for a couple minutes at Summer League. At Summer League. Good transition. Let's talk about Summer League. I was going to go somewhere else first, but we'll go Summer League. So, first question I have about Summer League, Paul. All right. Volcano view or strip view? Volcano view. Volcano view. And if that's a little little Easter egg for people who might want to stalk us down at Summer League. Because we're going. (laughs) Nobody wants to. Let's be honest. (laughs) Nobody wants to, but... We'll be at Summer League again this year. Yep. July 5th through through 7th 7th, we'll be there. Friday through Sunday. I know that solar panel guys are going. Dave, Espo, Tim. Yep. I know that all the people that probably went to the Suns Hangout last year will be going. Hopefully a good chunk of them will be going. I'm I'm betting all of them will be going. Because if there's one thing that Suns fans love... It's Summer League. It's Summer League. Because that's one time we're good. It's it's like the old phrase "hope springs eternal" for Suns fans. It's hope summer's eternal. Yes. See what I'm saying there? And plus, we also like drinking, drinking, and gambling, and and, gambling and, and you know, self deprecation. Yes, which is pretty much what Vegas is all about. We barely have souls anymore. We just we're just trying to kill them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's what Vegas can do to you. Yes, it is. So, Summer League. All right. Yeah. Um, I don't know what else to say about that. If you're going to Summer League, hit us up. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're doing another Suns meetup thing like we did last year. Allegedly. Allegedly. Don't know where it is yet. Nope. We'll tell you once we are told. Indeed. But please keep uh, Saturday night open for when, that. When Paul does a little promos like this, it's weird to me. Yeah. It's all, like, weird. Yeah. But, yeah, no, last year's meetup was a blast. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Suns fans, especially Suns fans that travel to Summer League, we're a weird group of dudes. We are a weird... 
and, and, and dudes. There were girls there. There were a couple. Hey, you hear but that? Most of most of, most of them were like girlfriends of who didn't want to be there, <laughs> yeah. and were like, "This this is a weird group of dudes." <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Um, but and plus, you know, summer league too. I mean, it's so great. You can just go all the basketball you want, basically. Yeah, I mean, per session, unless you you know buy the whole weekend thing. Yeah, but it, it's just. The part I love about it too is you got dudes just like NBA players just walking through the crowd. Yeah, like there's no big deal. Yep. You know, you, you get to mingle with some of them. Yeah. Random basketball Twitter personalities. Mm-hmm. Is that I? Yeah. Like us. Oh. Are we? Are we though? Are we basketball Twitter personalities? Is that a thing now? I like it. I'm gonna go with that. So. Yeah, and you know, as they've expanded summer league too, it's been pretty phenomenal. Yeah, you know, they do the Thomas and Mack Center, they do whatever the hell Cox the thing is next. And there you go, that's what it's called. And multiple games going on at the same time. Ah, it's so much. Fun. I can't wait. Now I'm getting excited. I think this year, this is our third year. We should actually go try to watch a game in the Cox Pavilion. We have not. I feel like we tried to last year, but then we got lost. No, they're the literally line was long. Like literally, right? In, like you walk eight feet. I know. I no, but it was full because it's yeah, smaller. It's so smaller. smaller. Yeah. yeah, that's the thing. So, um, yeah, no, it's a, it's a blast. Come out, watch some basketball, have a few beers, yep. a few cocktails, win a bunch of money. That's what we do every year. Yes, gambling's easy. Yeah, I've been told. It's not really gambling. Speaking of gambling. Guaranteeing. Speaking of gambling. Did you see that the Suns, so a bunch of Vegas sports books, put out NBA title odds yesterday before game six. Uh Uh-huh. And a number of them, the Suns started with the lowest odds at 400 to 1. After game six, the Suns were... Do you know what it is? I do not. 200 to 1. That, that's a different number. It's a hugely different number. Who is... Was anybody else still down in like the 400 to 1 range? Mm-hmm. I think the... Cleveland? Cleveland Cavaliers, and I want to say maybe the Bulls? That That's interesting to me because what... Both teams in the East. No, not that. Not that. What is Vegas seeing in the Suns that they? I think it's more of a. I think it's more of a. Vegas saw the West open up all of a sudden. But even still, the Suns are like so far down that list that even with the Warriors doing whatever the Warriors are going to do next year. No, if you think about it, Warriors suddenly. Are not the dominant team, right? Whatever Houston talent, whatever really talent right. might have gone elsewhere, yeah. suddenly starts going to potential contenders, right? And Vegas is going to account for that. Yeah, I've been told. You've been told not that, that, that I, that's how it works. Not that I. My friend told me. Good guy, good guy. Hey, Paul. Last yeah. thing. Last thing. Because we talk about summer league. Who do you want to see? On the Suns roster for Summer League. And I don't mean recent draft picks. I mean 
a guy on the team who has just become a member of the Suns as of next week. I'm, I've been I've been warming up to Brandon Clark. Okay. I was listening to the Seven Seconds or Less pod today. Oh, giving other plugs plugs of a pod. You giving other plugs giving, a pod. Giving other yeah. <laughs> yep. My bad. And they they were talking about Brandon Clark, and they were the way they were talking about him and his skill sets and what they think he can become as a player. And as I had said, there are a lot of pods out there who go much deeper into like the numbers and the data and all that kind of stuff. So if you want your draft content, go listen to them. Like seconds or less is one of those. I was going to say a solar panel just to give, give them. They're, they're closer to us than they are to those guys. I didn't say that guys. (laughs) I did not say that. Tim may go in, but (laughs) Greg and Dave don't. (laughs) (laughs) But anyways, so they were talking about Brandon Clark and the way they were talking, what they were saying about Brandon Clark is that he's energy. He's, he's got bounce. He's got a lot of like defensive acumen in there. All things that, would fit really well complemented between Booker and Aiden. Mm-hmm. Like his, he would he averaged like 4.5 blocks or something. Maybe it was like per 40 minutes or something. Okay, it I was, was going like, to say, I'm like, that can't be right. It, it, it was some, it was a ridiculous number. And one of the concerns about Aiden is that he's not the best rim protector slash blocking shots and deflecting shots. So you bring in a guy next to him who just flies around the court and kind of plays free safety like that. I think that would work pretty well. I mean, I know some of his measurables yeah. at the combine kind of might have pushed him down the um, where he might have been drafted without those. But that's actually a um, potential boon to the Suns. Right. I was actually thinking, and I think I... I don't think you respond to it, so I'm not entirely sure if you saw it. I had, I was thinking earlier today. Why you gonna call? Why you gotta call me out and be a bad texter? Because you respond to other ones, you know. I sent I sent you like six, and you hadn't responded to any of them, so I don't know which ones you actually read. <laughs> I'm a bad texter too for the other the other side. Um, yeah, stop stop the stalking, bro. You used to love. I me. can't quit you. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, um, I was just thinking like. I'm wondering if we could do some type of maybe a possible trade down scenario. Oh, I didn't see that text. Where maybe like hit up Atlanta. I don't know if But why trade why bother? Why trade down? Like if you, if you can and, get another and, asset in the process. And I don't we don't need any more assets. Do we? I mean Probably what not. what is it? The 17, right? 17, yeah. Well, what are we going to do with that? Mm-hmm. And you know, you you mentioned I'm sorry, I interrupted. I do that sometimes. <laughs> but you had mentioned in some of our texts that maybe Brandon Clark's a reach at six. Right. I don't think there are any reaches after the first three picks of this draft. I can, I can I mean, agree with that. I mean, there are. But yeah. Realistically... But like anything between six and like 14... Right. Any of those guys can go in any order. Right. Really. Exactly. I mean, some of those guys may not fall all the way to 14... 
But there are guys who are like, it can. There's a lot of movement in that area. Like if the Suns were to take Clark at six, if anybody's like, oh, he should have gone at twelve, then you should be slapped in the face. That's that's all I'll say about that. That's it. Like all I have to say about that. Exactly. There's absolutely no reason why he couldn't go at six. Now, will he potentially not pan out? Yeah. But I feel like, again, after, I would say, after one this year, every player might not pan out. Yeah. Like, I'm not entirely sold on John Morant. No. But we don't need to talk about him because he's not an option. Yeah. Um, but, no, I mean, and, and, you know, I have one question for you, Paul. One, just one. Just one. I mentioned Brandon Clark last pod. How come you have to listen to another podcast instead of your fucking friend here? Before you warm up to Brand Clark. How dare you? Be- because you go so much with emotion. What? What? I'm clearly just logic and... I mean, just the fact... I should have listened to you just to the fact that you're like, I want to draft a Gonzaga player. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, exactly. That's enough right there. You can tell... That that means there's no emotion in it. None. Michael Jordan could have gone but to Gonzaga. I'd be like, yeah, they, I don't they know about this They verbalized guy. it well enough for me... That I understood why he would fit well with the Suns. Okay, Mr. Lawyer not pleading his case well enough to me. me. I just yell loudly and hope people listen. Is that not what I'm supposed to do? Seems to work. That could work in family court. I don't know about that. (laughs) Don't do it. No. Don't do it. (laughs) So. I really don't want to ever go to family court. Yep. 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 (laughs) Any reason? Nope. 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 All right. Yeah. All right, let's wrap up this episode, Paul. Okay. Any last thoughts before we leave everybody? Just, uh, I want to circle back and remind everybody about the, uh, if you're going out to Summer League, to uh, keep Saturday night open for the Suns meetup. We would love to uh, have you all out there and join us and have a couple brewskis or other uh, libations. Mm-hmm. 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 And uh, talk some Suns and other NBA hoo-ha. Ooh, uh-huh. Yeah, and for the record, to be clear, this is not yet scheduled, so hopefully it will be, and you won't look silly when it'll happen. It'll, it'll happen. happen. It'll happen. I feel like the Suns fans travel very well to Summer League. Well, we're right there. Yeah. And again, booze, gambling. And the last couple of years, we've had a reason. Yeah. And this year, we will too. Yeah. Because booze and gambling. Yeah. All right, well, we'll wrap it up. And as we always say here on Fanning the Flames, we very much appreciate everybody listening. Follow us on Twitter. I'm at so says J Paul. At Dervish World. And the pod is at Fan the Flames NBA. And until next time, depending on when you're listening, have yourself a good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Yes, sir. Just want to hear.